I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Friday. You're hanging with the bottom line on 100.7 score and 107score.com. Got a uh, New Year's resolution. Go ahead or throw out towards Sneed coming up in 15 minutes. When's the cutoff on that? I don't know. Can, new New Year's resolutions, like yeah, you can you can resolute whenever you want. I believe like through January. Yeah. Okay. I guess new New Year, new you. You can resolute. Uh, so. College baseball yeah. has announced a few changes. Okay. These are off-the-field changes, nothing like pitch clocks or anything like that. Uh, this is this is off-the-field stuff, mostly doing with postseason okay. type of stuff. How many people can be in your dugout kind of thing? Well, n- none of that, but in, in those parameters, yeah. Um, the NCAA, here's the one that makes the most sense and has never made sense. Okay. That they haven't allowed it. The NCAA, starting this year, will allow walk-up music to be played during Super Regionals and Regionals. Oh. Well, you you couldn't do that because the NCAA wanted to maintain a neutral environment, even Correct. though you were playing at, at home. Um, so, you know the way that Texas Tech got around it. How? The, the first batter of the inning, they would always have that guy's music being played. Correct. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was that's how you get but they the, were the, the only first batter of the yeah. inning got their walk-up music played. Um, and, yeah, I, 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 now, I don't I, know I, if It kind of gets into the who are we fooling here. Like, this is not some kind of a home field advantage for it's stupid. So, it is stupid. You know, they changed the rule where – the home team could be in its home dugout, you know, and yeah. and, uh, and uh, they also changed the rule about if you were. The, did they do the higher seed? Was always the home team. Uh, that wasn't last year. I think that's implemented this year. Yeah, because they did it in the Big Twelve tournament. Correct. The higher seed is always the home team. I think they're doing that in college baseball this year, but it, I'm not. It, not it would make sense because in, it's in that's, if if not, then why in the heck did we bust our tails to get to the higher seed? It, yeah, that, that's the dumbest part of it all. It is, the, like, yeah. It's because some that's you know, part of baseball's home field advantage. Yeah, it, some capri wielding orange slice slinging um, soccer mom <laughs> made a rule somewhere that we want this whoa, to be whoa, fair. Whoa. We want fairness. Yeah, we uh, want it to be all fair for everybody. So other uh, rule changes ish. This isn't a rule changes. This is a additional. What do we call this? Additional. Um, Resource mm-hmm. is what they're going to call this. The selection committee will now be given something called the KPI. In Key addition, performance indicators. I think so. Uh, in in addition to the RPI. Now this will not be a select an official selection criterion, but it uh, can be helped or can be used to help uh, the committee line teams up. Did they let us know what these uh, this KPI? I don't know is the gonna, the details. Going to be the criterion in the KPI. Don't know the details on it. That will come out more, I think, later. So, 
RPI is outdated. Um, the ratings percentage index. Yeah, I think you. I don't your have a record problem versus with your opponents and, the, and, your, and their opponents' opponents and yeah. the opponents' opponents' opponents. I I don't have a problem with the RPI being there, but it shouldn't be the end all be all like it has been in some sports. That's why college basketball went away from it. You, they still use it. It's still there, but the net ranking is the primary one. I think eventually we will see baseball use something. The KPI. Else. The KPI will be a supplement. I'm curious to know what the KPI yeah, will don't know will what that entail. is specifically. Um, I heard that they were already asked about this, and their answer was simply, oh boy. look, we're not putting in the most deserving teams. We're putting in the best teams, and that was the only response. <laughs> and the last one is uh, the NCAA will allow visiting teams Sorry, I left the keyword out. Will not allow visiting teams during regionals and supers to be housed in dorms moving forward. Hotels are now an explicit requirement to host. Now, who was this last year? Indiana State? Yeah, Indiana State. Didn't Campbell, wasn't there an issue with him? Maybe. Yeah, Indiana, Indiana State's the big Indiana one, Indiana State was the one who earned the right. Who was the one that earned the right to host a regional couldn't do it? Was it it Indiana, them, right? Is Indiana State? Yeah, because they were going to have to put them in dorms. No, Indiana State was allowed to host. No, they had a they had a scheduling conflict. Is what theirs was. Indiana State. No, they were hosting some like state yeah, they state hosted, baseball tournament or something. Yeah, like had that. something else. A state baseball tournament. You got to get the heck up out of here, y'all. Yeah, that's what they were doing. So yeah. it, they had something like that. Uh, someone else had the dorms was issue. It, was it Campbell? It may have been Campbell, and they had to put them in dorms. I, don't I recall one year we had a we had missed out on something because of hotels. I think it was the the year that softball had to go to LSU. We would have hosted them, but we had softball, I believe we had a hotel issue. Let's see. I'm trying to remember Kentucky. It was Kentucky. That's right. Yes, it was Kentucky. I had to yeah. Google this to remember. Yeah, it was. Yes, Kentucky had to because they had some other event in town. Tyler Childers concert oh, that wow. took up all the hotels. That's yeah. what it was. Ty- yeah, they had a music festival. Tyler Childers, Zach Bryan, a bunch of people in this music festival wow. took up all the hotels. Was, Zach Bryan, or was it Zach Bryan or Zach Brown? Bryan. Oh, okay. So they- Luke Bryan? No. <laughs> Zach Bryan. He's, he's popular. Bryan Adams? Is he? Yeah. It's more, it's more red dirt country. Oh, okay. Zach Bryan or bluegrass, probably. I thought uh, you were talking about the chicken fry. No, I do like that song. Uh, anyway, Kentucky's the one. So this is a rule directly at Kentucky from last year (laughs) because, uh, they threw people in dorms and then there was talks of, um, they, they didn't have like showers that worked and they had, they had problems within these dorms. They had to stack people up. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there were, there were major issues with this. So now the NCAA is like. Forget this. If you don't have hotel space, you don't get to host. Yeah, that's. And every, I guarantee right you, Lubbock, Texas will make sure they oh, have absolutely. hotel space on that weekend. Every every every, year. every around the country, any team that thinks it might get a chance to host a super is booking and, and reserving hotel rooms right Which now. Which is Texas Tech every year. Some DFO right now at uh, at uh, you know Poughkeepsie State is. is <laughs> Gypsy State. Yeah. <laughs> so I think all three of these are good moves. I don't have a clue what the KPI is or what it'll be like, but RPI needs a supplement. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely the sacred, the sacred rate. Uh, the, 
the what? The, oh yeah, the Sagarin. Remember the Jeff Sagarin readings? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, walk up music, easy stuff. Yeah, no, I mean that. Those are all things that make too much sense in college baseball, which hadn't always worked. I mean, because what is the point? To getting the, the, I never understood that. Well, you can't have your walk-up music. We don't want this to feel like a home game for you. And why the hell are you playing it in Lubbock, Texas? I that, mean, you that, you, yeah. you certainly took the money from us to come have it here in Lubbock, Texas. Exactly. Now you want to say now, but it's really our event. Never made sense. Never I, I, has ever I, made sense to diminish a home field advantage when you've earned the home field advantage. Yeah, and I'm, it's just I, like when this. I'm not going to say anything. I, I need to stop talking. No, you, I no, I really do. I need to stop talking about the NCAA. Talk about and their them. their stuff right now. Their stupidity. I'll talk about them. Uh, it's just like the college football playoff, which is not the NCAA. It's a different entity. Um, next year, are, do you think they're going to cut away home field advantages in that first round? Because no, those first rounds won't. are going to be played on campus. Yeah, played on campus, and, yeah. and you're going to give them every single advantage possible. That's the you, that's what you're working for, isn't it? You, you work the entire season games. to get a home field advantage, only to have some. So the the no, whole stop talking the again. whole setup on that is very interesting, and I'm shifting to the college football playoff. Good, good. The because you, you really want to get one of those one through four seeds, so you play one less game. But at the same time, those five through I guess it'd be five, six, seven, eight seeds, five through eight seeds. Yeah, who are going to host the? Did you the get a whole extra nine home 12. game? Absolutely. I mean, that's a very attractive a thing. Huge deal. Can you imagine? Because that's the only way. Let's just say for for grins, Texas Tech sits in the five seed. No. And and the twelve seed is wonderful. Ohio State. That's the only way <laughs> Ohio State's that? ever coming to Lubbock, Texas. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just the thought of that even being a possibility. Yeah, because that's you're going to end up with some stuff like that. Sure, you are. Sure you are. And and that's where I'm curious. Like these teams themselves are obviously going to want the one through four seeds. You want yeah, the one less you want, game. Yeah. But schools, administrators, man, the thought of having that let's extra just home look game. At, let's look at we'll take a look like at what see it would have been this year. Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll we'll take a look at that. Uh, I got a little uh potential New Year's resolution I'll throw out towards Sneed. Kaylee's dailies, twenty minutes away. Sneed says it's a good one. I'll I'll trust him. All of that. She she was she giggled when she talked about it last night. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh, so that means she's fourteen, right? Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that your rule? Okay. Yeah. All right. Young, bring in your thoughts. We'll get to some of those coming up. It is the bottom line on one hundred point seven the score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the bottom line podcast from one hundred point seven the score. Happy Friday, y'all. You're listening to the bottom line on 100.7 score and 107thescore.com. Fox 34 News now on your television. Alongside Chris Need, I'm Choice Woodman, joining you from the First United Bank studio this morning. We're looking through uh, the what ifs. You know, we had a 12 team college football playoff in previous years. There'd be some juiciness for sure on potential for host teams hosting and that sort of thing. But um, do you see a year where the Big 12 gets two teams? I asked Jamie this yesterday. Um, in not, the next three years? No, not in the next three years. 
because I think um, the Big Twelve is going to have to establish itself. Uh, yeah, they got to build clout. Yeah, it's you're going to have to build clout, which means you're going to have to have a couple of undefeated teams play in a conference championship game for a couple of years, and it can't be the same teams. You're going to have to have and win playoff games and too. win playoff games and get yourself into the Final Four, which means win a couple of playoff games. Yep, yep. I. I it's going to be hard for the Big 12 to get more than one. Now, there are years where they're more down. They're still going to find a way to get more SEC and Big I, 10 know, teams in. I think that, you know, it's probably going to be, I mean, because think about it. This year, I mean, you're, if, if you're a 12-team playoff, you're looking at from the SEC, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, um, Ole Miss. Yep, there's um, five of them. Or five future LSU potentially Kentucky, uh, not Kentucky. They're seven and five. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're talking about uh, a good number of teams before you get to someone that you think is really yeah mediocre. And you know, next year you add in Texas and OU. Uh, do I think they're going to be at the top of that list? Probably not. Mm-mm. Big Ten, Big Ten top side. You're looking at. Uh, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Yeah, we giggle about them, but Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> I mean, they don't need a score. I mean, what are points? Yeah, they got they get worked by Tennessee and the. <laughs> so let's look back to 2016, the very first year of this college football playoff. Yeah. Is that right? I said 2016, 2014. Pardon mm-hmm. me. Very first year. This will be our ninth year of the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. Um, tenth? Are we in the tenth? This is the ninth. No, 10th 14th, year. yeah, this right. will be the tenth year. Tenth year of the college football playoff. Uh, the very <laughs> first year, Duh. Baylor. I oh know four and four. Yeah, Baylor would have been a host. TCU would have been a host. Those were the five and six seeds that were left outside. Mm-hmm. Those two teams, without help of Texas, without help of OU, those two teams would have been hosts. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, Mississippi State and Michigan State were your seven and eight seeds mm. at that point. Then it's Mississippi, Arizona, Kansas State. And Georgia Tech was 12, which would have translated to Boise State being the, the 12th team. That's, you know, we even went further. I went back uh, to 2008 for giggles. We went to 2008. Let's just look at the overall rankings from 2008. Oh, boy. Your number one team would have been Florida, two OU, three USC, four Penn State, five Texas, six Bama, seven Utah, eight Texas Tech, 9 Boise State, 10 Ohio State, 11 TCU, 12 Cincinnati. Tech would have hosted Boise State in the first round. <laughs> okay. Which would have been fun. would have been fun. Man. I mean, just the thought of a whole extra home game. That is such a bonus in mm-hmm. college football. Now, I am curious, like, the money and all that, how much you get. But you still get your concessions. You still get your hotels. You get, you get all that stuff. And think about this, just the strength of the Big 12 back then. Yeah. You would have been in there as the number eight overall as the Big 12 South. Third place third team. Third place team. South. Tied, tied for first, but third yeah. by tiebreakers. Yeah. 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 And, you know, the, you're the only conference that had. And Missouri was good that year, too. Yeah, Missouri was good, but they they, chased they, got, they got worked by, uh, by OU in the, in championship. the championship game. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
as was tradition in that little as of years. was tradition so yeah i i'm just as as curious and excited as i could be about this college football playoff the 12 teamer coming up because i think the potential is there for it to be all over the place all over the place i mean i i don't know what you're going to get out of it but the newness i love some new stuff and this will be Extremely fresh with the the on campus games. It's gonna be fun, kind of that new car smell for yes. a couple couple years. Exactly. Now, I'm curious how quick because of the campus games, how quick we go to 16 teams. Because I of think that. that is gonna be quick. And too. hey, because this is only a two year contract. For yeah, this. and I think it's a two year contract on purpose. Yep. Um, and I'd be curious before we get to because what is what is uh, FCS is FCS 16. They're 32, I 32. think. I think. It, it, see, the good news is I think we're trending towards a, a full-on FCS-type playoff. Eventually, I think so, yeah. Yeah, and and that is where we need to be. They've had it right for so long. We'll yeah. see. You know, because remember, the only place where we're doing this is Division One. 16. You're right. You're right. This is Division One football. Every other league from YFL to the NFL has mm-hmm. managed to figure it out. Except for the league that has the <laughs> the uh, the drunken guys running around handing out lapel pins in orange sports coats. Wow, Blazers, Blazers, give them there. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think it goes to sixteen quick because I think you're going to get those top four seeds that are mm-hmm. jealous Absolutely. of the five through eight seeds that get to have on campus mm-hmm. games. They're going to be like, we want those. Wait a second. Why do Why do they get to get it? Make an extra ten million bucks? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, such a Hosting bonus a home for, the, game. for the campus. So they're gonna they're gonna want that. Well, but you know what's gonna happen? CFP's gonna come in and say, "Yeah, we're gonna take half of that." They, they will, but you're still making good money, though. Yeah. Even if they take a big chunk, you're still making good money. And just the thought of on-site games, or yeah, it's fun. You All know, right. when you guys were talking about the translation of the baseball, basically coming in and saying, "Hey, your regional is not really a home field advantage," and yeah. trying to do that with football. Like a Tennessee that you threw out was one that came into mind. If they were to host, say, by the way, no Rocky Top, yeah, just no. to see their heads explode. Yeah, you can't play Rocky mm. Top. Oh, you man. can't. Yeah, the thought of doing that in football, they wouldn't do it because guess what? College football playoff has power over the NCAA. That that whole Power Five schools in college football have more power than the NCAA. And if they tell NCAA tries to tell, nah, we're not going to let you do this during postseason games. Mike, I. I have a question. I mean, I know we've been playing bowl games for years. We we did the we did the football season, and then at some at some length, we couldn't figure out how to determine a champion of college football. Mm-hmm. And you know, in 1902, the Rose Bowl said we're going to play this exhibition game between the champion of this school and the champion of this league and the champion of this league, and it's going to be so great that that Stanford's going to quit in the middle of the third quarter, and we're going to go do chariot races for the next 15 years. We come back to it in the 30s, whatever. Yeah. And somewhere along the line, someone in, in the NCAA office said, you know what would be great? Let's give all the drunken sports writers the, the ability to, so to determine power. our champion. And well, somebody agreed with that person. Who, well, I'm just I'm curious, who in general gave all the sports writers all the power back in those days? Because you had so, it for— Someone in the NCAA office. Well, it's not just that. I'm talking about across sports. Yeah. In in Major League Baseball, they get to determine the who makes it in the Hall of Fame. Hall of and Fame? Not, you, I mean, re, 
MVP votes, all sorts of yeah. stuff back in the day. Why did we decide that these guys are the best, the best, uh, you know, arbiters of of this? And then, they, and in fairness, you know what? They did. They were probably the only ones that saw the majority of games back in those days. In the '30s, makes sense. In the no, they saw the majority of the of the teams that they covered. Sure, they didn't see anything else. I mean, they didn't. They didn't have any magic wands that were giving them access to, you know, games. Have heck back then, a game that happened two states away. I mean, you know, unless you had the magic of radio. Or somebody on a phone, you know, sitting there teletyping it in. Yeah. I mean, remember in 1919, they had rooms where guys would sit there with a teletype and they would read what happened to a bunch of people sitting around and they would all sure. they would all cheer. Yay, a base yeah. hit! Yeah. yeah. All right, y'all can uh, bring us your thoughts on that. Otherwise, on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Coming up next, Kaylee's Daily. And I will uh, also bring that New Year's resolution. Oh, yeah. Just for Sneed. All that's still to come. You're listening to The Bottom Line till 3 today on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is The Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thanks for hanging with us on a Friday. You've got the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Chris Sneed, Clint Scott with you today. Is it me or does Clint just seem like more perturbed than usual to be with us today? Um, I think he's this normal level of perturbedness. Oh, no, normal level. Why? Am I, am I giving you guys like We're all very gruntled. He something? seems disgruntled. I apologize. Gruntled. For my off-putting like attitude great. today. No, it doesn't. But I mean, I, gruntled. if someone says, hey, Sneed, you're looking very gruntled today. Mm. And uh, uh, I don't know. Should I take that? that How thing. do I take that? Probably not. What about like sheveled instead of disheveled? Yeah. Still not good. Not good. All right. Let's get to uh, the important stuff. A caca. A call. <laughs> oh gosh. There he is. Better. Le- better. better is getting there. Yeah. I'm learning. Choice. Learning the ropes. Clint. What's good? Yes, sir. Kaylee says, Happy National Bird Day. I love birds. Do you know how many species of birds there are? <clears throat> Let's go with. 220,000. There are 10,000. I was close. Over 10,000. Really close. Uh, Technically, his guess was over 10,000. This is correct, so you would you would be right. <laughs> Price is right. Um, I didn't go over. Yeah. Uh, there are over 10,000 species of birds around the world, and they can be found on every continent. Okay. Yes. That's right. The government has eyes and ears everywhere. That's right. We have... Okay. Uh, we have talked about several bird species, but she'd like to bring back the tried and true bird, the booby bird yes! species. Yes. More specifically, 
The Peruvian okay. booby. I, was, I thought we were going to go blue-footed here. but yeah, Like the name implies, Peruvian boobies are endemic to South American coasts, and these birds prefer to live near cooler coasts and reside primarily along the Humboldt and current current um sorry along the humboldt current off the coast of chile peruvian boobies can be identified by what don't, don't ask me that they're white bodies brown bellies and white heads hey, similar to the blue exactly boobies similar to the blue footed boobies peruvian boobies prefer aquatic food items in their diet consuming mostly peruvian anchovies and sardines i bet those birds stink this fish-heavy diet causes Peruvian boobies to be highly sought after during the guano harvesting industry because it stinks. Yeah, there you go. Their guano is rich in nutrients that often used as fertilizer. Okay. Happy National Bird Day. All right, Peruvian boobies. So you can fertilize, just to have this clear, I just want to make sure the science is straight. So you can fertilize with boobies guano. Evidently. Science. Science, yeah. Talk to me about resolutions. Okay. Uh, how would you like to get paid to stick to your resolutions? I mean, what are we talking about? Straight cash, homie? Five grand, straight cash. If uh, is, When do I get the money? Ten people get to participate for this particular resolution. Yeah. When do you get the money? As soon as you uh, complete it. Well, is this something I have to complete in the first trimester of the year? Um, they're accepting applications through January 19th. You'll have to be available to participate in this from mid-February to April. What is the uh, resolution? To eat more ice cream. Halo Ooh. Top Ice Cream Company. Ooh, wait a second. That's not a resolution. No, they're calling it that. I think it's just... It's my resolution. I'll claim it. Yeah. I, I want their... to up my junk food. Um, so Halo Top is asking for applications for so-called endorsement deals. They're hiring 10 people who will be paid five grand, mainly just for having a goal for the new year, sticking to it, and documenting. So this doesn't actually have to be all eating ice cream, but that can be one of yours. It's not really going to work for saving money or cutting back on alcohol because it doesn't have to be too extreme. It could be anything tangible from stuff like learning to surf, playing pickleball, Walking regularly, you know, all this junk. Or, you know, also eating ice cream. So this is a healthier ice cream brand, by the way. Okay. So they're targeting athletes. That's what they want. Athletes. Like pickleball athletes. athletes. Like pickleball athletes, obviously. So you can uh, get paid to eat their ice cream or I've other been, stuff. I've, I could be down. My, you know, my resolution is to just... Uh, um. It's chill. Chill. Yeah, I'm going to be trying to be more chill this year mm. and just not be as uh, high strung. That is in no way, you know, declaring, a, you know, rant, rant, declare, no more, rant no more in 24 okay. or nothing like that. No, we expect it. That's, I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying. probably helps with not being high strung. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to just, I'm just trying to just, uh, you know, give less blanks. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Chillax 2024. Tyler's with uh, Clint. Birds are not real. They're government surveillance drones. <laughs> okay. Just saying. Are you Tyler? Uh, eyes, ears, and beaks. 
Uh, I'm sure they're clipping the segment as many times as Sneed has said boobies. They are. I don't think that sounds like those are very big booby birds. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I love Peruvian boobies. That's from Lindale Jeff. He went all Is caps Selma Hayek Peruvian? Uh, I don't know, actually. You're getting into dangerous territory. I'm just Resolution asking Resolution NIL. Someone said on the channel. So, there you go. Uh, there's a basketball game coming up on, you know, tomorrow in Austin. She's Mexican. On tomorrow in Austin, yeah. Is she? Yeah. I forget basketball. Why am I trying yeah, to talk about she's that? She's a Mexican and American actress. So, did you know in Italy they're really late in coming around to trends that we've really? done here in America? Really? What what what, what trends are they late on? Something has just hit in Italy, and that is the uh, pineapple on pizza debate. Oh, it is rocking them. So they were doing it right for so long. No, the debate is what's hit. I think they've done it now. Oh, now people are just now saying. Why would you put that on your pizza? They're in a meltdown right now because pineapple just showed up on the menu at a well-known pizza place. I, I, you know what? I'm kind of, I'm getting to the live and let live stand um, point in my life. So, I mean, if you want to put it on there, the you do you just, stuff. Yeah, just you do you. Just don't put it on my side. You didn't know we're pro pineapple on pizza in this show. I mean, we didn't used to be. We are. Bottom line's always been pro pineapple on pizza. Okay. Probably more fair to say pineapple neutral. I I just I mean I'm not gonna I I'm to the point now I'm just not gonna worry about it anymore. Okay. Blanks are given. Chillax 2024. Yeah. Chillax. Zero blanks given on that. All right, now to the basketball. Yeah. Um. Of course, if you missed the news, Drew Steffi went into the portal. Good luck, man. I, I'm never I'm, played for Texas Tech. I am uh, wishing you luck, whether you land at Sam Houston or at uh, Northwestern State, Louisiana, Drake, Drexel, Drake, Drizzy, uh, Tulsa, um, wherever you land, man. I'm, I'm going to wish the best of luck. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not hating on the dude. Mm -hmm. It just didn't work out here. He got he got recruited by a coach two coaches ago. That coach is now at Ole Miss. Maybe he'll go to Ole Miss. So we'll see if I mean let's see if uh, let's see if uh, the uh, the bearded one wants him. There are four check that five ranked teams playing at home mm -hmm. in the Big Twelve tomorrow. Okay, that's number two Kansas hosting TCU, number three Houston hosting West Virginia, number eleven OU hosting Iowa State, number twelve BYU hosting Cincy, and number twenty Texas hosting Texas Tech. Which of those five is most likely to fall tomorrow? Who's all you playing? Uh, Iowa State. That one? No. The one I, don't, I don't know that any of them are going to fall. Who's the most likely to? They may all five win, but... I think the two that are the most like each other are Texas and Texas Tech. That's, I think that, that's a possibility right there. I think Tech would have to play really, really well and and and, and still have to have a few breaks happen their way. But uh, I'd say the Texas Tech game. Yeah, I think any of the bottom three, BYU could lose to Cincy or OU to Iowa or OU to Iowa State. Yeah, but I think Texas 
Texas Tech is the most likely for an upset. Yeah. Well, you guys are about to have a super treat here. I mean, the, Chris Lovell's coming in. I man. know the upgrade, the seat upgrade here is going to be amazing. Look so, at that. Uh, enjoy, boys. Bottom line continues on 100.7, the score. Bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7, the score. I just want to state for the record, I did not drink Jamie's Mountain Dew. I didn't. And you can smell my breath, you'll smell Red Bull. So that's how that works. Jeff McGuire filling in for uh, the departed now choice Woodman. Sitting alongside an old friend. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Chris Level. Hey, man. What's up? It's a lovely day in Radioville, Chris. How you been? Good. Yeah. You, you've been doing several stints this week, right? I've hit, uh, I've hit all day parts of the day i think in the last week and a half because uh i think it was just before christmas i was in here in the morning mm-hmm. with you um and uh man haxton uh spent some time with uh coach scott over here who's behind the glass uh the other day uh from three to six and now it's one to three so so we just have to get you now sitting in with haxton or um Dave. collier Dave Collier, as uh, as Clint Scott refers to, to him, as. To yeah, he's, he's grown up. He's now Dave. He's yeah. just Dave. Yeah, or Mister Collier. Yeah, depending on who. Isn't there a show? Uh, <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. In the like a Netflix show or something. I don't know. There's lots of shows on Netflix. Hi. There is. It's an. I think wow. it was an FX show. F- okay, FX. Yeah. There we go. I watched. Uh, I watched uh, a Dave. Chappelle special on Netflix just last night. I promise you. And I, <laughs> my wife had to come into my uh, office. She's like, "What are you laughing?" I'm like, "Dave Chappelle." And she's like, "Ah, we got okay. any more of that?" Uh, <laughs> he's, Dave Chappelle there? Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's good. Yeah, but yeah, so that's a that could be a high Dave. Yeah, on Netflix, which that, uh, I'm, I'm in. A very yeah. much high Dave uh, on Netflix. Uh, we do have a bunch to get into today. Uh, oh, it, a pun intended. It took me a second. <laughs> it took me a second, but that was that was good. I don't I don't know if you meant that or not. But I did. That was good. Okay. Uh, very yeah. much. It's, it's the Red Bull. That's yeah. the reason I was able to pick it up that okay. quick. But uh, I would be stupid if we didn't talk some Texas Tech basketball today. Uh, some Dallas Cowboys today as they're getting ready to take on the Washington Commanders for a chance to win the NFC East coming up on Sunday. And, uh, you know, kind of national championship game coming up on Monday night. We have the sideline reporter for Texas Tech football and in general college football guru that knows all, sees all, and can predict the future. That would be stupid not to bring all of that up. Right? On a Friday? <laughs> well, I, I think uh, I'll, I'll try not to fail uh, for everything that you uh, you laid out there. But, yeah, no, I've been paying attention. Uh, Bulls, we got national title uh, game on, on Monday night. Uh, and then college football uh, is over for another year, which is sad. Gives me the sads. And then it'll be right back. Yeah. Like, as quick as it goes, yeah. it's almost as quick back. That's part of what makes it. If we had it all the time, you know, it wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't. Wouldn't be as special when we do have it. But the expanded playoffs is going gonna to make it feel like it's going to. Because uh, I was talking to Clint the other day. What is m- the date on Monday? Is January the eighth? Correct. I think it will be next year. That last game won't be until January the twentieth. Oh wow! So we'll get so that's January twentieth. We'll get the week off for the NFL, and then February ish. For the Super Bowl, yeah, I, I don't. Wow, yeah, I mean, there's, but 
it just means that college football season is is stretched out another essentially week and a half to two weeks. You think at some point they'll bump it up a week so it starts earlier? Like in in uh, more in August? More in August. I mean, I I, I would not uh, I would not rule that out, uh, but it, it just depends on what they ultimately land on with the. Uh, Expansion and if if we sit at twelve permanently, which I doubt, uh, if you go to sixteen, you know, again, you're working against the calendar, you know. But you're right; you've got to have time to get all these games played and have some bye weeks mixed in and have conference championship games, all the stuff. Uh, did you have to experience the weather this morning at any point? I was out and about. I'm aware that it's been reported out there in our lovely city. There was well over sixty wrecks this morning. Doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, there was almost sixty one. Okay, yeah. It got very close. <laughs> I went for it. I was going up Marsha Sharp, and I was going over the the, the overpass of Quaker, and oh, wow. 19th right over there. The overpass is the key and word there. I hit some black ice and went 45 degrees to the left, and then back straight and 45 degrees to the right and back straight, and I think I saw my entire life flash before my eyes. I had It a- was not a fun experience. I these are the weather days that are the scariest just because you can't really see it. And mm-hmm. You're not really aware that it's there when it's completely frozen. It's a bit easier on everybody because everybody's on high alert and you kind of know you're going slower and all these things. There was a lot of normal driving. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Years ago, one of those Daryl Dora beat the Jayhawks games back in the day. All of those were good. My man, my man Clint remembers those well. I mean, he was, he was there with his guns up and everything, but I, I kid you not. It was a Saturday night. This game had been played at like 11 a.m. I was on the loop. I, w- I was tasked with going to get dinner for the family. I end up on the overpass right by where the mall is on your right and mm-hmm. like Cardinals and Chick-fil-A is on your left. I approach the overpass. And, you know, when you have your foot on the gas and you hit ice, you know, it's like the egg theory. Y- y- your wheels will get out from under you a little bit. And, you it, you know, it's like you, you just need to kind of coast on the overpass. Well, I just had just enough foot on the gas. And I was on the phone with my mom. This is before Bluetooth, Bluetooth and, and all the, all and all the that. stuff. So I'm on the phone with my mom. And I literally go, oh, my gosh. And I scream. And it wasn't pretty. And I the phone went down into the floorboard of the passenger seat. And I did a three... 60 on this loop nice and luckily no one was really near me or Mm -hmm. or coming up behind me and i was able to get my wits about me pull back out and i mean because it could have been and my and meanwhile the the phone disconnected my mom she's like what happened to my son what 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 happened (laughs) yeah what happened are you okay but i've never forgotten that why and that ice boy, you you just you, you gotta little, be careful. Little goes a long way. The the worst that I've ever had here in Lubbock was a few years, about five years ago now, I guess, the big ice storm that we had. And I lived on the other side of the Marsh Sharp overpass on the off the West Loop. So I was going home and didn't have enough steam to get up over the top of the overpass with the ice. Oh yeah, and slid back. Yeah. Down the overpass if you, the wrong if you, way. If you force it, then it's it was over, be, yeah. that could be ugly too. Uh, so. so I had control, but I wasn't going the direction I wanted yeah. to go. That was the and then I fortunately got back down enough and could exit at 50th Street and go that way to get home. But 
that was the worst. The, this morning was probably the scaredest I've been since then. Yeah. I saw Going 45 man. to 45. Yeah. Water wins, especially when it's frozen. Uh, 100%. <laughs> no, no doubt. Um, this off the H. Lawrence Center chat line from Lindell. Jeff, we can't finish the Dave Chappelle special because the kids keep walking in asking what's so funny. Oh, I'm telling you, man. There's a Jim Carrey story at the beginning of his. This is just a special that just came out less than a week ago, I think. Uh, He films in Washington, D.C. There's a Jim Carrey story at the very beginning of it that, I mean, I was like, just dying. But it's that's the comedic genius there, man. Well, we are going to put the comedic genius aside and get to our basketball genius coming up next. Little ice joke in there for you. Sure, sure. <laughs> this was the third song I played this morning because <laughs> it was nothing but ice, ice, baby. Uh, we're getting to some tech basketball uh, conversation on the way next with Tech on the Road at Texas. This is the bottom line 100.7 the score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 the score mobile app. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. That music can mean one thing and one thing only. It is time for Take versus Take, the fastest growing game show in sports radio history. Clint Scott has your questions. Chris Level and I have your answers. Chris, you ready? Absolutely. The T-Box is yours. Mr. Scott. Man, in sports history, that adds a whole other level to it. Well, yeah. Growing in importance. All right. Every day. Uh, gentlemen, I, of course, have three questions for you. Jeff, I'll start with you. Okay. Because that level, I believe this is your first time playing Take versus Take, correct? I've done something like this before, I think. Okay. Not with this fancy music and with YouTube. Fine <laughs> sure. Folks, but, yeah. I don't think anyone's ever said that about Crazy Frog before. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. <laughs> fancy <Yeah>. music. <laughs> hey, it works, like it. man. Axel Foley, new movie coming out. Beverly Hills Cop 4. I think is what the number is going to be interesting for that. Okay. Uh, all right. If a newly discovered animal was going to be named after you, what would be the worst animal for it to be? Okay. So because I'm a dog guy, like I love dogs. Like there's not a dog out there. Um, I wouldn't say a dog cause that would just be cool to have a dog named after you. The animal that is just the most annoying would be something akin to like a grackle. Something in the, that genome that as it flies, it's an ugly bird. It's it, it makes horrible noises and wakes you up at all hours of the morning, at night, and whenever. And there's there, the, the, the leftovers of the grackle as it's flying over. That would be the worst. Something along those lines. You know, like if it was like a, a parrot... Or like a, a macaw that's a beautiful bird that you can train to talk and all those kind of things. That would be cool, like a little cool. But in the vein of the grackle, I'm out. That would be that would be the most offensive. I'm the Jeff bird hanging out in I'll numbers say, Walmart parking lot. I'm just gonna tell you, man. All birds suck. Um, <laughs> birds are miserable, um, I, 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 with the one exception. There's one exception. The blue-footed booby. I, I think uh, I think that there is one bird or species uh, of bird that I think is it signifies life. It's pretty fascinating. It uh, it it, it kind of helps the whole thing, kind of our our environment, kind of you know the Jayhawk, the hummingbird. Oh, very cool. 
I yeah. mean, it's like a helicopter. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, and they're, they're, they're minute. They don't crap all over everything like all these other stupid birds do. <laughs> Make all these terrible noises. Um, yeah, the hummingbird. Okay, so th- this you is, wouldn't want it named after you. Yeah, and this is a question. No, I was just talking about birds in general, man. Right. Um, so this <laughs> is a question about animals. There's some new bird, animal coming out. It's uh-huh. named after me, and I don't want this animal to be in existence. Is that named like, after you? Named, yeah. You don't uh, want to be associated with it. Like an existing animal, or just a brand new animal? Brand new so, animal. A, a type of new animal. Like they found a new spider. <laughs> like a liger. I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> I don't know, or, or, or like, <laughs> or, or, or like what was hanging above uh, a Rod's uh, bed, you know, like the 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 centaur, you know, like sure. whatever. Yeah, like I don't I don't want that because a Rod's already got that. He's a giant jack wagon. I was almost yes. going to say something. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Yeah. Oh man! So <laughs> ones in a Walmart parking lot. Ones in. Like a mythical, yeah, <laughs> like ancient yeah, that, Greece. That's right. Uh, yes. Neither of them yeah. great. I think uh, Jeff poked a little more fun at himself with the grackle. Okay. So he's going to get the first point, but both uh, great answers. Okay, all right. Well, your chance to tie comes now. Yeah. With question number two. All right. So, level, you get to answer this one first. We'll serve it over to you. So, we just got through the holiday season. Uh-huh. We're about to be in watch party season, college football playoff championship, Super Bowl. If you if you suggest something right now that involves sloppy joe dip i'm gonna come hit you right in the throat i just want to know what the best <laughs> dip is at watch parties it could be nine nine layer uh i think it's or seven layer maybe it's so i i, I can't ever remember if it's, it's, it's some seven odd, or nine it doesn't it's matter some it's some odd awesome. number it's like you've got uh the, the the bean layer the sour cream with seasoning mixture layer the chives layer the olives layer the cheese layer the guacamole layer and and you kind of kind of that that's why they invented these these fancy chips with the the scoopage kind of you know thing going with it whether it's a frito or a tortilla because it was meant to like shovel uh, out of a dip like that because it's it's you, you can't see the bottom but it, but they always put these kinds of dips in the clear thing so you can kind of look how pretty it looks like a candle or something no it's just mm-hmm. it's just a whole bunch of goodness uh, as far as dip that that one is the best to me queso is undefeated but. If we're going like, uh, you know, corn dip is good, artichoke dip is good, uh, but I, I would say seven, nine, insert odd number here, layer dip, as long as, yeah, Sloppy Joe, your 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 horrible concoction from the other day. I was just going to say that anywhere could be near an involved. option. Yes, but that's what I'm going with. Uh, my mom used to make a mean insert odd number layer dip here. Oh, ooh, phenomenal. I, I don't know how I'm going to beat seven layer dip. Because it's really high up on this list. I, I think the closest competitor, though, to it is if you've got the really thick potato chips as an option, the French onion dip with those. Oh, it's yeah, better good. than the sour cream and onion chips. Like kettle, yeah, kettle or chips or whatever. Yeah. But like, it's got to be the thick-cut chip so that you can actually like dig in and really get some of that French onion. It's about the only time I eat French onion dip. Is around party which is time. the sour cream and and, 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 and then the, the French onion stress, yeah. mix, the, the all, all mixed together. Yeah. And it, it's just, but you've got the thin chips; they just snap off, and then you've got to go <laughs> digging for the chip, and that's no good. Yeah, you need but utensils. You, so there's some rules that go with it, but the thick potato chips with that French onion dip—that's I'm a big fan. Okay, very good. Yeah, I'll take the one layer dip. Uh, 
You're talking to a guy who hates seven layer dip. Oh really? wow! Yes, texturally, it is just all sorts of. Op. Hey, that ain't no word, man. It's all sorts of. Op. Texturally, it I mean, is what? <laughs> <laughs> texturally, that that is just no. Uh, okay, all right, I'm, I'm gonna let you slide. Re- really? You yeah, don't I'm like? Out. I'm out. Is there any specific layer? No, or is it just this it's is all the weird a, thing. I typically like all the layers just fine. Just by you just want them individually. It's, yeah, all see, together, it's not good. I, I I get you, man. This is but see, this is why I can't condone your little fruit on pizza takes and and, and all these other things because j- just what I talked about the other day. When I want pizza, this is what I want, and here, here people try to trick it up with a an, an odd number layer dip here, and then they screwed it up. So I I, I feel you, man. I feel you. But I feel like you're talking out of both sides of your mouth, Coach Scott. Hey, I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> trying to like pump up the, the fruit on pizza or anything the other day. All right, did, hang on. Real avoiding quick, real quick off the chat line. What's wrong with even layer dips? And Jeff, you mean seven layer dip with a nine layer dip, and those other two layers are bacon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Solid answers off the chat line. All right, so we're looking to avoid a sweep. We're going to go with the start of Big Twelve basketball for the final question. Now you can't use Tech as the answer because that would be the obvious pick here. But if you could hand pick. Who this year's regular season Big Twelve champ would be in basketball? <laughs> who is it that and why? Is, uh, I mean, uh, you know what? <laughs> I, I I won't. You know what? I I, I choose not to run uh, the Seinfeld episode. Yeah, I, I just I, I won't answer. Okay, you know because if, what they say is if you have nothing nice to say, you say nothing at all. Then that's sure. right. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm going to eliminate some schools from this if I could handpick somebody, and Tech has been pulled out. I'm not picking anybody that won't be in the conference next year. <laughs> that is that is bad, dirty pool from Clint Scott over Hang here on. with that question, gonna, man. It, it, I feel it, cheated, it, bamboozled. But we get to pick who it is. Hornswoggled. So we're going to go through this list and do some elimination. It can't be anybody going to a new conference next year. It can't be anybody that's got like 15 of them in their trophy room. Well, the answer's Kansas. I just refuse to say it. Um, I mean, no, no. it just makes you me... would pick Kansas that you would want them yeah, to You win. don't have to pick Kansas to win it. Who do I want to win it? Yeah, you have omnipotence you, in there. I thought you said I thought you said who I thought would win it. No, no who no, do you, you want? Decide. Oh, you can pick Kansas if you want. Yeah, I mean you are allowed. Okay, but I'm not so, going to give it to anybody who's got like 15 of them in their trophy case. I'm yeah. not giving it anybody who's just joining the conference either. You know, Th- those teams are out. I, I want West Virginia to win it because they've had a rough uh, <laughs> November and December. They've had a rough <laughs> year. I, in the like last three sixty five, oh, yeah, it's, it's been a little uh, bit rough for them. They had a great football year. Well, basketball wise. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Um, if yeah, I, I had to pick one, sir, though, I was I thought I was at the Taylor Swift concert. I'm in <laughs> Pittsburgh. Is that not? Am I in Ohio? What? Uh, I, if I picked one, it would be Oklahoma State. Let make Haxton a happy guy. Oh, well, they they deserve after the NCAA screwed them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, you, you know maybe uh, maybe I'd pick Houston. That's I, mm. I, picking somebody else just seems dirty to me, though. I'm sorry. I'd vomit my mouth with Houston winning the Big so Twelve. So Houston is the official entry, or West Virginia? <laughs> sure, Houston. <laughs> I, I mean, just the answer is just yes. Yeah, and I misunderstood the question. I failed. Jeff won. I told you this uh, 40 <laughs> minutes ago. I knew I'd lose. All right, Jeff wins the broom today for the sweep. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I've got your question of the day on the way next on the bottom line on 100.7 The Score. <laughs> Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. 
Rolling through your afternoon on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Jeff in for choice, who's on his way to carry, to cover, I should say, some friendship basketball as they are taking on San Angelo in San Angelo, which is also why Jamie's not here, and I am joined by the one and only Chris Level alongside Clint Scott sliding slides and pushing buttons for us as he does on the program every single day. That being said, gentlemen, after a take versus take... I've got your question of the day. Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Brought to you by someone not named Jamie. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about Texas Tech basketball taking on Texas tomorrow. In Austin, that game uh, tips off at 7, 6 o'clock pregame over on Double T 97.3 with Jeff Haxton. I'm guessing you're not on the call tomorrow since you're in town today? No, there, there, this was uh, it came up about uh, six, seven weeks ago. I was looking at my schedule, and November and December are very hectic for, for all of us, sure. not just me, but I've been in, in and out of town a lot. I didn't know the bowl game situation, and I'm trying to watch my, my son as a sophomore. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to play dad uh, a little bit. Um, I didn't get to see any of his football games. I mean, long story short, I was like, you know, I'm going to try to stay home on one of these weekend games and watch his game. So I'll actually be broadcasting on, what is it, 93.1? 93.1 tonight, with Liberty. Uh, with Abernathy and Liberty. Uh, so I'll be on that broadcast with uh, Branson Nash and... Uh, Paul Enloe and Branson will be the, doing the girls' game before that. So that was kind of the reasoning. And so, Sure. And just, that made you available to hang out with us today. There you go. That's right. And so, yeah. I'm guessing just, Clark on the call then? I think it's Jesus Arenas. Oh, there you go. Player. Yeah, is, is going to make the trip uh, and, and all that. So, yeah. So I won't, I won't be on the radio with uh, not making the trip uh, uh, to Austin. So, But and, you're not in trouble. No. <laughs> Last time to Austin for me was uh, not pleasant the day after Thanksgiving, that whole, that whole deal. Um, anyways, but yeah. So it was just uh, – but I, I won't miss any more of them. Uh, unless it's the night, I just had I had the conversation Uh-oh. the other day. Unless it's the night of the Journey concert here, I was oh, there I was given tickets for that on March the twenty second, which I think is the first round days of the NCAA tournament. Okay, so if the Red Raiders are playing on that Friday, I may I don't know. It was like kind of this. Man, you got to see Journey, but you also got to be at the tournament. I know, you got to be Journey I tournament. Know, I know. So we'll just kind of see what happens. But uh, yeah, that that was uh, maybe the the another, stars will align for you. There. Another couple and uh and my wife, and that was just one there of those things. Yeah. So, anyways, that was not the question of the day, by the way. Gotcha. If you're on the sorry for the long no, no, answer, good. but that's the deal. Yeah. Uh, I, but I, I was wondering if you're going to be making your own trip down to Austin. No, and then no, wish you no. Just that. trying to play dad here a little bit. I'm glad that wasn't the question of the day because I don't think I would have had a good answer. No, you would not have had a good answer for that, especially after Chris. All right. So here's the official question of the day. Okay. Texas Tech basketball can score 68 points tomorrow night in Austin and still lose? Yes, no, why? Oh, I... I, So is this a question that we'll like kind of revisit and talk about throughout the the show? Or is this all like have to be empty our bucket It doesn't have to be completely emptied our bucket here. Oh, I think you can absolutely score 68 points and still lose. I I think... uh, I think both both of these teams are averaging in the 75, 77 point range. I don't know if 68 is going to be good enough, Jeff, uh, to do it. Um, I think you've got to – I'm not saying you have to score 80. Uh, I mean, maybe 68 is good enough. Mm-hmm. The problem is is that you're, you're not great defensively. I think Grant will be the first one to tell you this. I think you are much better on offense than a lot of people thought. Uh, part of that because of your your personnel and in in your ability to knock down shots, um, but I don't know. You know where where you are vulnerable is 
you have a hard time keeping teams keeping teams out of the middle, and you, there's not any depth behind Warren Washington. Um, and and so in in Texas, you know, they th- that's the one thing is like I I think they'll have a hard time stopping you too. They're not elite mm-hmm. defensively either. Uh, but yeah, that that would be. I don't know what I would have if you if you told me, hey, make this question up. I want you to set the number right, like to where I'm like, ooh, you know, I don't know. I would have made it higher than 68 personally, but I don't know where the cutoff would be. My initial number was 74, but well, then I was like, but it's also Big 12 play, and those numbers start to come down because you get teams sometimes. that know you better. You get te- you get uh, higher caliber competition that the average score comes down, and that's why I set it at sixty eight. That was my thought process anyway. I got you. Yeah, I um, I don't know what the right or wrong answer there is because you know, do you come out tomorrow night and just does everything go in, or do, is it one of those nights where you can't get the broadside of a barn? Uh, you know, that's basketball's funny like that, um, especially as heavily reliant on the three point shot as this Red Raider team will be, making you know a little over nine a game. And they have to have it. Like, this is part of who they are and their identity. It needs to remain uh, as such. Um, like, I don't know if the recipe is there for them to make three threes tomorrow night and, like, then win. I'd be like, I don't know how you got to the point of a victory if it didn't come with a lot of made threes. Not that you have to make 12 um, or anything, but... But got to um, be competitive. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that that's what would concern me is that, you know, you just have a... And you kind of need it to be a faster-paced game. You know, that's what... That's what would allow you to, uh, Clint. Do you have a? Well, we're getting, about to get his answer. Oh, is it okay? So <laughs> everybody, I, I, everybody I'm gets sorry. Their I didn't You're know good. how this. I didn't know how You're this good. works. We we are happy to listen to you talk about oh, okay. tech basketball. Don't worry right. about it. Right. Ditto. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, honestly, when you started that question, I thought you were going the other way with it. I thought you were going to say, "Can you score 68 and still win?" Um, because I hear that number, and that just makes me nervous. Um, you know, I, I'm. I don't know what Texas is just yet, but there's a lot of Big Twelve teams that are like that. Like that's how I feel about Iowa State. That's how I feel about TCU. I mean, just mm-hmm. go down the list. Um, I feel like there's way more unknown in this conference right now than there is known before we hit Big Twelve play. Um, so I mean, absolutely, you can lose while scoring 68 points against Texas. Like I said, when I thought of this, when I was putting this question together, oh, I get it. Yeah, I get the, it. the initial point that I thought was it was at seventy four, and that was where I was going to set it at. Was I was like, that seems high. The fact that you're going on the road, and it's entering Big Twelve play, and the defenses get tighter, and the schemes get known better, and you've got more film on everybody, you know what's going on more. So the number, your everybody's offensive production takes a step back mm-hmm. as you get into conference play, especially when you play an on-conference slate like both Texas and Tech have, where you're not taking on the world champions. Uh, you're not taking on guys with three or four guys that are going to be playing in the league next year because you know what the Big 12 entails, and you're going to be facing that week in and week out. So you're learning some things with your your roster, and you're, you're playing with some rosters in the non-conference to get ready for Big 12 play. And I do think both teams have done that kind of scheduling this year for both Texas and for Tech coming into this game, which is why we don't know really what to expect. As for the question itself, do I think you can score 68 and still lose? Yes. Um, I don't know that if you score 76, though, that you will lose. I think that it's going to be kind of a a race to that somewhere in that mark between 76 and 72, I think, is where this game is going to be played um, for the winning score. You know, in the last uh, the last two times out, competition in the setting vastly different here. So oh, make sure that we say that. But you 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 approached uh, two fifty point first halves uh, 
your last two times out, which is pretty impressive. Uh, post post Christmas, um, and I think uh, you know. Uh, and again, Texas is not t- Texas is funny this year because they you usually, usually we, we all dislike them, right? Most of us. Uh, they they've all they're always very talented. They always have NBA guys mm-hmm. on those teams. This year, I don't really know if they do. Um, it's kind of this weird collection. Talented players. There's not really much just straight up bona fide. Like I guarantee you, lottery pick, guarantee you first rounder. That doesn't really exist with this team. And I don't know if they're quite as deep as they were. And they're still, you know, again, this is Rodney Terry's group now. It's not Chris Beard and, and company's right. group. And so, um, and and the fact that they're, you know, that they've they've added uh, Max Asmus uh, from Moore Roberts, uh, one of the best scorers in the country, honestly. He will win them some games by himself in that he's just going to have one of these nights where he goes for 30 to 35. He's been doing it for two or three years. But who else do they have that, like, helps them win games? And and, and we're probably asking the same thing about Texas Tech, although I don't know if you have a bona fide Max Asmus uh, on, on your team. Um but it, this is this is a winnable game. This isn't this isn't a you're not going to get overwhelmed and like out talented out you know. I mean they're going to be a bit deeper and a bit longer and all these things. There's some experience. They've got some old heads on that team too. But uh, your your older guys are going to have to play really well. Period. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.